welcome to Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. My name is Kelly and I'm a former wedding planner and blogger and I'm obsessed with weddings. If you're planning a wedding in Ireland, you're in the right place. You're going to learn the tried and tested methods to planning your dream wedding without the added stress. Think of this as your one-stop shop for everything to do with planning your wedding in Ireland. With me, your new wedding planning bestie and a cup of tea. This is Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. Well, hello, it's Wednesday, and that means it's time for Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. My name is Kelly, I'm your host, and also your new wedding planning bestie, and today we're talking all about plus ones at weddings. Before we get into it, let me tell you about next week's episode. It's all about wedding speeches, and I'm going to tell you right now that I'm going to end the next episode by giving you the intro to the wedding speech that I did last year as a maid of honor. And I'll tell you right now that I got lots of claps, lots of cheers, and I might say people are still kind of talking about it. So if you want to hear that and you want to use it as a speech or an intro to a speech in your wedding, make sure you don't miss that. That's next week's episode. But let's get started on today's topic of plus ones. Now, first, I'm going to say, did you know that your wedding guest list size has a huge impact on your budget? So if you are looking to save money on your budget, well, the obvious choice is to limit your wedding guest list size. Now that sounds like a great idea in theory when you have all the people that you want at your wedding, but what about plus ones? So we're talking guests who are dating somebody or guests who are single and should have a plus one. We're talking about those people that your parents want to invite to your wedding. And what about children? So those are three categories of extra guests that maybe you haven't factored into your guest list and your budget that could really tip over the scales. So let's look at the first one. We got this anonymous post in our Help I'm Getting Married Facebook group. And I think this, it kind of articulates a problem that a lot of couples have. So I'm going to read this to you. This is what the person says. So my partner and I are having a bit of a disagreement about plus ones. Our numbers are quite high already, and I think we shouldn't give some people plus ones. He disagrees. We have a big circle of friends that all know each other well, and a lot of them don't have partners. So we were going to give friends with partners plus ones, and then single guests can come on their own because they already know lots of people. Work colleagues can come on their own as well. But the person says, is this cheeky? What are other people doing? It could potentially add an extra 40 or 50 to our already 220 guests. Well, I'm going to simplify this for you and I'm going to give you some rules that will help you. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to share the number one tip and the the best thing that you can do when it comes to any extra guests, which will save you headaches and it will keep your relationships with everybody intact. So stick around till the end because it's a game changer of a tip. When it comes to plus ones, and I'll specifically... Um, you've got your guest list and there are some extra guests that could be invited, like a, a, a plus one of a, you know, a partner of a guest, that kind of thing. This is what I recommend. If a guest is married, engaged or living with somebody, so they're in a very serious relationship with somebody who wasn't originally on your guest list, that person should get a plus one. So we're talking, you know, you've got a, a really good friend. You might not know their other half. Maybe you've never met that person or you've met them, but they're not necessarily your friend and wouldn't be on the guest list as your guest. But the person that you want to invite has a spouse, they're engaged or they're living with someone, that person gets a plus one. Another type of person you should get a plus one is a guest who is single and doesn't know many people. 
Because of course, if they don't know many people, they're probably going to be on their own for a lot of the wedding anyway, which just isn't fun. Or somebody who is in the wedding party or a very, very close family member, like your brother or sister, or if if your parents are divorced and you want to give them plus ones, they're close to you and it makes sense. But now I'll tell you who doesn't need a plus one. People who don't need plus ones, co-workers and guests who know loads of people at the wedding. And I'll tell you why. Because your co-workers, they usually aren't your closest friends and family. They probably know each other. And guests who have loads of friends don't necessarily need to have a plus one because they've got people to celebrate with. Now, this is what I recommend you do with your single guests who don't get a plus one. Firstly, seat them with people that they know because they'll have loads of fun. And next thing, don't create a singles table. Nobody wants it. It just draws attention on the fact that people are there alone. It's kind of awkward. It's not fun. You can just like intersperse your single guests with people that they know and they'll feel super comfortable and they will love it. Now let's move on to the next type of extra guest. Let's say you're planning your wedding, you invite your parents over, your other half's parents are there and you're talking through the guest list and the budget and you're sharing your plans and suddenly your mother says, oh, what about this person? What about this person? What about this family friend who's known you since you were two? What about this distant relative that you've never met before? Suddenly your parents want to invite a whole lot of people to your wedding and you don't know what to do. I'm going to tell you what to do. (laughs) Firstly, Um, there's not a clear-cut way of deciding who should get to invite which guests. And sometimes it's best to, I guess, suck it up a little bit and just be open to the fact that your parents have people that are special to them. And yes, it's your wedding day, but actually it's a really special moment for your parents too. So my advice is firstly to just allow your parents to have someone there and within reason, so I'm going to walk you through how to navigate this with them, but be okay with the fact that your wedding day is a really big deal for you as well as your parents and they want to celebrate that with people who are close to them too. So this is what you should do. Agree on specific numbers. So you could say something like, out of all the guests that we're inviting, this set of parents can invite 20 people, this set of parents can invite 20 people, and then as the couple we can invite 100 for example. At that point, it doesn't matter who the 20 people are. If they're close friends of your parents, if they're distant family members, whoever they are, as long as it fits into the 20, it's fine. That's one option. The next thing I recommend is having a very frank conversation with the parents when you're sending out save the dates. So what you don't want to do is send out save the dates to, for example, 100 guests, knowing that your venue can accommodate 100 people, and then suddenly your parents are like, what about these 20 people? And then you've sent out save the dates, but then they want to add 20 people. And then you're holding thumbs that people say no, that they can't come so that you can get all your guests into the venue. So have the conversation when you're sending out save the dates so that you can avoid some potentially awkward situations. Now, this one's a little risky, but you could trade friends for friends here. So you could say to your parents, we have invited X amount of guests, but as soon as somebody RSVPs to say that they can't come, that slot will then be released and you can invite whoever you want to fill that gap, but only once the RSVPs come in. Of course, you have to handle that very carefully because nobody wants to feel like they've been invited at the last minute. So that's where it's helpful to have your kind of A list and you send out your invitations at a particular time and then you leave enough time so that the other guests who get invited don't know that they are literally only getting invited because somebody said no. 
And your final option is to ask your parents if they'd be happy to cover the cost of any guests that they invite. Now, of course, this might put you in a bit of an awkward space where if you have 100 guests, you can take this type of venue. And if you have 150 guests, you have to then get a bigger venue, which costs more. And it's not necessarily more per head, but it's overhead costs are higher. But ask the question, because if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And our final group of extra guests, it's children. So it's, it's one of those very um, controversial topics because some people love the idea of having children at the wedding and others think it's the worst thing in the world. So you've got to ask yourself a few questions. Can you afford to have these little guests at your wedding? Will there be relationships with the parents that would be negatively impacted if you had to just say no children are coming? And will you have to arrange anything special for kids, such as special meals or childcare or any kind of extras for them? And are you willing to do that? At the end of the day, whether or not you have children in the wedding is completely up to you. And it's a decision that your guests will respect. And some couples don't want their children to come with them to somebody's wedding because they're looking for a chance to be able to celebrate someone's marriage without having to look after their kids at the wedding. So if you decide that you don't want to include children in the wedding, this is what you can do to get the message out there in a way that doesn't broadcast no children all over the place. So first option is you can be very discreet by addressing the invitation just to those who are invited. So if you were inviting myself and my husband, you would say, dear Glenn and Kelly, you're invited to our wedding. And we would read that as we're invited and we're not bringing anyone with us. Sometimes people don't get the hint. So your next option is to be a little bit more explicit by adding something like adults only reception to follow. And that's basically saying this is an adults only thing. <laughs> it's not basically saying it, it's, it's actually explicitly saying it. But sometimes guests still don't get the memo. So your next option is to be a little bit more direct. So I'm going to give you an example of something that you could say on your wedding website, um, just to make it a bit more clear for guests who might not know. You could say something like this. In order to give all guests, including parents, a night of relaxation, we have chosen for our wedding to be an adults-only occasion. We can't wait to celebrate with you. It's kind of upbeat. It's an, it's an up-tempo message, but you're basically saying, please keep your children at home because we want you to have a great time. Who could argue with that? Now, I said at the beginning that I was going to end with a really solid rule that's going to help you navigate all of these extra guests. And this is my rule. Pick a rule and stick with it. So, for example, if you're going to say you're not having children at the wedding, make it clear cut. So you can't say you'll have some children and not others, because then the parents whose children aren't invited are going to be like, do you not like our kids? And if you're going to say some people have plus ones and other people won't, the people who don't get the plus ones are going to be like, so you don't want to give me a plus one? What's that about? If you have a rule in place, it means that it's objective and it's not based on who you like more or some kind of other subjective rule that people don't understand and you won't have to explain yourself. You can just say, well, this is the rule. And here are some examples. So you could say children under two will be invited, but older children will not because you might assume that younger children still need to be cared for by their parents. Another rule is plus ones are only given to people in the wedding party, because then if you're not in the wedding party, you can't question that rule. 
And then, like I mentioned before, if your parents want to invite extra guests, you can, you can give them a specific number and say, this is how many guests you can invite. And then they can't be upset that they can bring more people because you agreed to the rule. So that is my advice. If you don't want to have to navigate some pretty awkward territory with extra guests, pick a rule and stick with it. It makes it so much easier. So if your friend with kids comes along and says, can I bring my kid? You could say, well, this is the rule. Only family members of children are bringing their kids. And that's my advice. Well, thank you for listening today. The Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online podcast is produced by me, Kelly, and mixed, mastered, and edited by Glenn Hartman. For more wedding planning tips, advice, checklists, and more, visit weddingsonline.ie.